0: One final tune up before Kyler Murray's return. Yes, Dad Joke Friday. Let's roll. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. locked on cardinals alex clancy here follow me on twitter at clancy's corner follow the podcast at locked on az cards thank you for making locked on cardinals your first listen each and every day free wherever you get your podcast and on youtube i am the host i am alex clancy that's me um no more dad jokes today i promise um this episode of locked on cardinals is brought to you by prize picks uh I love Prize picks <laughs> the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. So, um, should be an interesting matchup on Sunday. Uh, you know, we're almost there. And I discussed this before I had, you know, great, great time with Jeff Lloyd from locked on Browns yesterday that, the season for the Cardinals starts in Week Ten, barring any sort of setback. Kyler Murray not coming back, you know, whatever it is, things that are outliers to what most likely will happen. And this is still going to be a fascinating matchup. I was talking with Ross Jackson, the the our you know direct lead of of Locked On the NFL portion of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's like this may be the most fun I've had doing this podcast this season now save them starting seven and oh two years ago and then let you know like that part was special um i was always still a little cognizant of well these same problems are happening record aside the same problems the same root of issues were still prevalent throughout games they were just winning more games than they were losing now this year and it's not directly correlative towards the new regime being here it's it's not that it's like you're starting to see how the sausage is made during a rebuild. And that's awesome. I nerd out about that stuff. You know, where you see players get better. You see Michael Wilson get better every week. You see Amari DiMarcato who has mispracticed the last two weeks, which I'll discuss in the next segment, um, you know, get better. Things like that. Hollywood Brown still being pretty balanced. As a wide receiver, one of the de facto wide receiver one the Cardinals have, Josh Dobbs, keeping player keeping the Cardinals in games. The Cardinals being competitive, like yes, not ideal that they're one in seven and have statistically the lowest record in the NFL through eight weeks. With Carolina having a bye, being a one in six, but the possibilities and options are endless that I've discussed a lot, and that is intoxicating. And, you know, I don't know, it's because Mercury's and Gatorade or whatever the hell people say about Mercury or, you know, the moons and the star, you know, whatever that is. Um, but I'm stoked for another week of Arizona Cardinals football, and it's going to be Clayton Tune calling the shots. I said last week, and I was right through about, Three and a half quarters. That that could be the game where the Cardinals are just out of contention for the entirety of the game. That hasn't happened yet. I know against San Francisco, it it got away from them pretty quickly. They were down fourteen at halftime, I think. But the remain the rest of the game, the Cardinals have been in contention for at least three quarters of the game. Which sounds like again green ribbon, um, uh, uh, you know participation trophy thing to say, but this entire season. I preface this every day, as you'll know. This, uh, if this is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals, thank you. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, just search Locked on Arizona Cardinals, man. Hit that subscribe button. Yo, know? um, I said and I prefaced a couple times this off season that I will be regurgitating the same phrases that will turn into cliches because I talk about them so much, and that's what's happening proof of concept, being in in contention, player-centric evaluation of which players are going to be integral parts of the future, namely the young players who are getting a lot of meaningful snaps without a whole lot of pressure to perform. It's worked out well for some, not worked out well for others, but we're starting to see who could be very important pieces for this team moving forward. And that's what this season's about. So I warned you, I know that I say proof of concept too much. And I say it because it's necessary. We're witnessing what this offense is going to look like. And what the defensive schemes are going to be like. And how defensive players prepare for games. And how Nick Rallis gets these guys ready. And even though they've given up a lot of points. And the Cardinals can't score even when the defense does turn the opposing offenses over because, you know, Joshua Dobbs wasn't a good quarterback by dictionary definition. I feel like you'd be blind if you're watching these games saying, you know, not seeing, oh, okay. Yeah. I can kind of get this. You give Kazeer White a little help in the middle of the field. You get a pass rusher. You get an interior defensive lineman. You get a corner. It's like, oh, yeah. And I know that's a lot. The Cardinals have a lot of picks. They're going to have a lot of cap space. So it happens overnight, a lot. Ask the 49ers. They, I believe, picked second overall. I know that they did. (laughs) They picked second overall in 2019. And I believe they made the Super Bowl that year. After having, you know, a three-win record, or I think it was four wins because the Cardinals had three. It happens very quickly. And this is obviously barring Kyler Murray coming in and, and do it like it, – it's so close. We're so, we've are so we waited so long to see Kyler Murray back on the field. It's been 11 months, 11 and a half, 11 months. He got hurt in December, so whatever. 10 and a half months, 11 and a half months, whatever it is. It's close. We're on the precipice, but – It'll be very fun to watch this Arizona Cardinals team go into the dog pound with a fifth round rookie who's never started an NFL game before. He had his first career snap on a on a a fake field, a fake punt that, you know, worked out incredibly poorly. But you're going up against potentially the best or arguably the best defense in the NFL in 2023. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year, front runner or should be. The guy's got Zedaria Smith. You've got Denzel Ward. This is just another test of the medal of the Arizona Cardinals. And that, I mean, I called it a social uh, psychology experiment. That's kind of what it is. There were some players banged up. Um, it's not going to be easy for Clayton to, and I'll discuss, you know, the injury report, a couple of players didn't practice in back-to-back days, which, uh, you know, isn't ideal, obviously, for for them playing on Sunday. Too young to have, too young to have uh, vet days as rookies. But this is going to be another test for Jonathan Gannon, Drew Petsing, and Nick Rallis. And unfortunately for Drew Petzing, it's going to be a whole hell of a lot of people in Cleveland who know his offense because it's a branch off of the current head coach of the Cleveland Browns offense, Kevin Stefanski. So not only will the Cardinals be starting a fifth round rookie in his first NFL, you know, starting gig, first game, they're going to be potentially without their RB1 de facto until James Conner comes back, their wide receiver two, et cetera, going on the road, early morning slate, the weather's not going to be great against maybe the best defense in the NFL in 2023. It's not going to be ideal, but these are the perfect situations that this young coaching staff and this young roster needs to go through in an effort to prove that they can be competitive with anybody. And for this season, that's one of the biggest damn wins you can pluck from it. And they have for the majority of the season so far with all the odds against them. Even though it hasn't really translated into wins. Not really. Tra- it has not translated into wins. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. A couple young guys are injured. What does it mean? How can you minimize the risk for Clayton Toon, et cetera, with that defense on the other side of the football? I'll discuss it next. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Again, go to Twitter at Clancy's quarter at locked on AZ cards. Please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, turn the notifications on so you can see, as I discuss a lot, my big dumb face this episode of locked on cardinals is brought to you by prize picks so prize picks is badass okay and they've added even another wrinkle here so with the basketball season here you can do something a little special so prize picks traditionally is the most fun i've had You know, winning up to 25 times my money this football season, you just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that individual that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points made and receptions. It's awesome. It adds an Another wrinkle to an already incredible app and platform. Okay, they're quick, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So go to pricepicks.com slash locked on and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to hundred dollars. Locked on Cardinals, your team, every day. My name is Alexander Clancy. I'm the host of this dang podcast since 2017, and I'm having the time of my life. I love it here. You know, thank you. I mean, this is all because of you. So truly, thank you for continuing to support um. You will all be very much rewarded, as will I, this time next season. We are going to be looking at a vastly different organization. Hopefully, and and I say hopefully led by Kyler Murray, not because I don't want to admit that this whole thing was wrong. Because I don't think it is. I think in this offense, he is going to thrive. And we've seen a lot more. Of Kyler Murray, since he was in, you know, since he tore his ACL, especially with the new regime coming in, a um, lot more active on social media. Which, you know, I'm not a huge social media person. I, I'm on Twitter, you know, for sports and stuff. Uh, I've kind of, I'm 40 now, so I've kind of moved off. You know, it's not really a part of my day to day. You know, I'll desk scroll like the rest of people, but it's not something that is, you know, infectious in in my day to day as it once was. Aside from, you know, Twitter, etc. And Kyler Murray using it as a tool to give a little bit more introspection into what once was a Fort Knox surrounding him and his life outside of football, I think has been incredibly beneficial for him. Without a whole lot of "look at me" energy, little posts here and there, little stories here and there on on uh, Instagram or or Twitter, it goes a long way, in my opinion, to give a little more introspection to who he is as a person, so he can potentially become a little bit more ingratiated into the fan base for some who are like, oh, all he does is play video games and he's weird. Just because he's not loud doesn't mean he's weird. So we're seeing Kyler Murray grow up. And this is a perfect time for him to reintroduce himself into the pro bowler that he was before his injury. And I'm fascinated for that. But as we pivot here into week nine, how do you minimize risk against, namely the defensive line of the Cleveland Browns? How do you build a cocoon around Clayton Toon in an effort to keep this game competitive? And it's not just the offensive line. Building a cocoon is how does the defense help? How do the receivers help? How does the run game help? How does the offensive line, namely, help? (laughs) But... Clayton Tune is getting thrown out there against the Wolves. Miles Garrett is a bad, bad man. And it's how effortless he is with it that makes it difficult to defend. So the offensive line, and I've talked about this a lot, but it's important to remember that Jalde Froholt has played excellently, all things considered. Will Hernandez has been fine at right guard. Paris Johnson Jr. has played every snap this year, and – while looking like a rookie at times, he's played above average right tackle, which as a rookie, I don't know if you can ask for more. TJ Humphreys has taking a step back, unfortunately. I, I feel bad. <laughs> I, I really wish that he was still playing at an elite level. I don't know if they can move him to play left guard. I, I don't know if, he's, if he has the skill set to do it. I don't know what they're going to do at the end of the season. And then, you know, the left guard position is still the weakest position other Cardinals have on the offensive line. Elijah Wilkerson's on IR, and it's just, you know, and he wasn't great there either. So uh, it's going to be difficult. And when I talked with Jeff Floyd yesterday, if you haven't watched Locked On Crossover Thursday, go check that out, especially with the part that he discussed about Miles Garrett playing a little bit more inside than years past, where he does what he wants, and we kind of joked about it. But if he lines up over the guard, helmet to helmet it is going to be a long day for clayton toon and that's the greatest way the arizona Cardinals can can mitigate risk is by figuring out i don't know if they've got to run 13 personnel that'll be difficult with 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 zach ertz out but you run heavy 12 personnel and you have somebody chipping on the left side to be able to give clayton toon an extra second because wherever miles garrett is he's Obviously going to need to be double teamed. And a lot of times that doesn't matter. Uh, so two injuries that I mentioned, Michael Wilson and Mari D. Marcado, both haven't practiced two days in a row. Not great. Uh, the Cardinals signed Tony Jones Jr., who has been, you know, whirling dervish. Uh, he started in in New Orleans, um, and he went back to New Orleans. He was on the Cardinals practice squad once this year, if not twice. And uh they they re-signed him. So that's not a great sign for Amari D. Marcado. It's gonna be probably the Keontae Ingram show. Um Clayton Jr is not going to have a whole lot going for him on Sunday. Now, the way to mitigate it is going to be in the hands of Drew Petzing. Taking the air out of the ball and this is a path to victory and I will kind of uh straddle the the fence here between this and then you know our our spot block and then and then the start of the next segment. The Cardinals need to win time of possession. If not like Deshaun Watson starting. um, That was reported by Mary Kay Cabot and Josina Anderson uh, right before I recorded this podcast. And um, the Cardinals are going to need to keep that offense off the field as their best form of defense, even though that is going to be a monumentous task against the best defense in the NFL in 2023. (sighs) With that, I will deep dive into that a little bit more. Next segment, path to victory for the Arizona Cardinals. Let's let's discuss next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash. Got long days on Sunday. Do some work for my other job. Obviously watching the Cardinals in the morning. Ain't no way I'm leaving my place. And that's why DoorDash is the best. And I... I (laughs) I actually got uh, Julio's to my, my favorite Mexican place here in Phoenix um, a couple of days ago because I talk about them every time I, I do this live because I'm like, I can't believe that DoorDash delivers from there. It's awesome. So food, you want wings, burgers, whatever. DoorDash has you covered for, for game day. All you got to do is plop down in front of the TV, open the app and just scroll through the hundreds of restaurants that DoorDash will deliver you food from. And uh, with this, before you actually place the order, get 50% off of the $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. You get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Pats to victory. You know, this is going to be a, a quadruple whammy for Drew Petzing. okay? He's been great. Building out game plans, adjusting. I know the second half the offense has kind of fallen off. It's difficult with an inferior quarterback to really make the adjustments necessary in an effort to stay competitive and win games. And it's not an excuse. It's a reason. And this is going to be so much more difficult because he's coming from the team that he's playing the team that he came from last season as a QB coach. They know him. So it's going to be difficult, but the number one path to victory for the Cardinals is taking the air out of the ball. There should be no hurry up and there probably won't be But with that, how do you take the air out of the ball? You have long, sustained drives. The majority of those drives with heavy run attacks. With Amari DiMarcado, who is the third string running back, out, you have to pivot to another, it's going to be difficult. Clayton Toon can run the ball, okay? You can run the same offense as you have with Josh Dobbs with Clayton Toon. He's a big guy. He's strong. He's got maybe more giddy-up than Josh Dobbs does. So designed quarterback runs in a safe atmosphere, especially with the front of the Cleveland Browns, may be utilized. I mean, you don't want to put the kid on an island and have him get decapitated. But that's got to be effective. If this offense doesn't work nearly as well if the play action isn't set up properly, you're not going to want to get to second 11, second and 12, and then have to pretty much throw the ball on second and third down you want to be able to get second and seven second and six any positive yardage on first down especially with running the ball will help the Cardinals stay active and competitive throughout this game now if they can't it it it, it could get could get ugly quickly especially if Clayton two turns the ball over like and again like I'll use this as number two because I talk about this every Friday and this is the last week I'm going to be harping on it as much The Cardinals need to win their turnover battle and not turn the ball over. When Kyler Murray comes back week 10, I can retire the turnover battle Jersey up in my condo up on the wall where it'll just be kind of like a, yeah, that just, they can't turn the ball over like, and they, and they must, but it's like, they're going to have to turn the, the ball over two or three times from Deshaun Watson and then not turn the ball over at all again monumentous task and a very very unfair ask but that's where we are just where we are the cardinals offense and we'll see like here's the thing like would i be shocked and i just need to discuss this i've when it was clayton tuner colt mccoy i was like there's no upside in starting colt mccoy i was right i mean that's right because obviously they cut colt mccoy josh dobbs um If you tell me that Clayton Toon isn't as good as what we've seen the last couple weeks from Josh Dobbs, I'll be shocked. What if Clayton Toon just unlocks, like, because Josh Dobbs, excuse me, didn't unlock the vertical game. He unlocked the mid to deeper intermediate game with crossing patterns and things like that. He threw a couple absolute dimes over the last, you know, eight weeks. But Clayton Toon can huck it. So, Rondell Moore... Hollywood Brown will see Michael Wilson's healthy after missing Wednesday and Thursday. But if you told me that he threw for 280 yards and two touchdowns and two interceptions or something like that on Sunday, I'd be shocked. No. His accuracy has been an issue. And that's like the number one thing as a quarterback that you need to be good at, but we'll see. We have no idea. And there is, let's just put this out to pasture. There is zero way that if the Cardinals win 38 to 10, And Clayton Toon throws for five touchdowns and 400 yards. Even if he does that, ain't no way he's starting over Kyler Murray next week. (laughs) So this will be a fun Matt Flynn or Patrick Mahomes' rookie year, the last game of the year game, where it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to the future, this season at least, of Clayton Toon. But it'll be awesome to see if he's a capable backup for the future. We don't know how Kyler Murray's body is going to react in real game time speed. Should be fine. I mean, he's looked absolutely monstrous. He looks bulked up. But having a backup like Colt McCoy been over the last couple seasons where he came in and won some meaningful games, we don't know. Like, who knows if they're going to play Kyler Murray six weeks, he plays fine, they win two games, and then, you know, they lose the rest and they sit him in the last two games and Clayton Tune's got to play. Like, we don't know. We have no idea what the, what the path for the rest of the season is going to be. What I do know is – The Cardinals have four very, I mean, I almost said something dumb. They have four of the less difficult opponents to play in a row, Atlanta, Houston, the Rams, and the fourth one, whatever the fourth one is. I'm stalling as we speak. Oh, the Steelers. So they play Falcons, Texans, and Rams the next three weeks. Uh, they play the Steelers after that, then the 49ers, Bears, Eagles, and Seahawks. So, you know, if the season's lost in Week 17 and Week 18, you may see Clayton Tune again. Protect the investment for the Cardinals. But going into Sunday, take the air out of the ball, win the turnover battle, and really, like, Deshaun Watson is shown he's healthy, he's going to play, take, took all the first-team reps in practice on Friday. He will turn the ball over. And we've seen flashes of this from this pass rush, usually very early in games. If you get Deshaun Watson on the run, he'll make some mistakes. And that's the third path to victory. Like if the car I'd much I like, I'm not I'm much more inclined to believe that this game is gonna be like 2717 or 2710. 27-13, something like that, than 40-3. to three. I think the former is a much better chance than the latter. Jeff Lloyd even said himself, host of Lockdown Browns, if you play ugly, that's where Cleveland does not play their best football. And I don't think the Cardinals have an option to not play ugly at this point until Kyler Murray comes back. James Conner uh, reported as healthy. He just, you know, by the rules of IR, he has to sit four games. He should be activated going into next week. The Arizona Cardinals 2.0 officially starts next week. Let's get through this week, hopefully get some good takeaways. Garrett Williams, BJ Ojolari making some splash plays. Paris Johnson Jr. holding his own against Miles Garrett when he lines up against a rookie. Find some positive takeaways, carry them over into next week, and then giddy the hell up into the future for this organization. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. I will talk to you on Monday.